Let us pray. Lord, as your scriptures are read and proclaimed this day, we ask that by the power of your Holy Spirit, that our hearts, our minds, and our very lives may be transformed by your holy scriptures. Thank you for your gift of your word. Amen. Well, I have to tell you, there's a couple of words that can really bring a sense of dread into the hearts of parents everywhere. And that is road trip. <laughs> now, I know some of you, your little ones are here, so we don't want you to have to raise your hand to admit it, but I think there's some of us here that when you think about having to pile everybody in the the, the car and, and head off to grandma's or grandpa's or wherever it is you're going, you just, oh, it brings dread. <laughs> Doesn't it? And how about packing? Packing's hard. I'm a horrible packer. I just have to tell you. I always like pack way too much of things I don't need. Last time I went to Florida, I swear to you, I brought four sweatshirts <laughs> and no shorts. I don't know what, what I was thinking, right? Yeah, it's traveling isn't the easiest thing. It isn't. And how many of you have flown on an airplane recently? I'm telling you, always make sure you wear clean socks and stuff going through uh, security because you're going to have to take those shoes off. And nobody wants to be seen with holes in your socks because you know the security guards probably laugh at you when you leave. Now imagine traveling without the luxuries of a vehicle, without the luxuries of air conditioning or even being able to ride. That is what faith Mary and Joseph in our gospel reading this morning. In Matthew, we find that Joseph has finally accepted what the angels has told him or have told him about Mary, and they get married quietly. He marries Mary. Now, as a pastor, I do a number of things. I know some of you are shocked, but I do do some things. And one of those things that I, I, I have been known to do are weddings. And I've had a few that I've done on a relatively quick spur of the moment because a child was coming. I also know somebody personally who, uh, they were my age when they figured this out. Uh, uh, they started doing the math, and when their parents got married, and their birthday, and things didn't start to click quite right, and they go, 
Pastor Rick, what do you think this means? I go, do we really need to have this discussion? <laughs> well, that's what happened in, in, in the case of Joseph and Mary. They get married. Uh, they, they, they begin their life together. Everything seems like it may be coming together. Then according to Luke, there in chapter 2, everything in their life, in this new life together, is thrown asunder because of a census. Now, Luke tells us that Caesar Augustus orders a census to be taken of the whole Roman Empire. And if you're like me, when you think of the census, you think of like the census we do here in the United States. You know, some chipper person with a little badge knocks on your door and begs you to answer a few questions on a survey. And we, of course, use that information to determine uh, uh, everything from you know, congressional districts to the demographics of our country. What well, was a little bit different in the Roman world? See, the, the Romans took regular census, some for statistical data. They wanted to know how many people were in the empire. But more importantly, they took a census, or a census because they wanted to know how many people they could tax. It was about the money. It's always about the money, isn't it? It's always about the money. And the way it would work is, is that, uh, 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 that the male head of household had to travel back to their hometown, and they had to sign in, and then each town uh, figured out how many uh, residents they would have, and then uh, a uh, tax amount would be figured up that was owed to the Roman government, and then private uh, 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 business folks could then... Um, bid on the contract to fulfill uh, that tax quota. And in any amount of money that a tax collector could make over what was owed to the Romans, they could keep as their profit. Hence why tax collectors were not well respected. Okay? It wasn't like the IRS that, that figures out what you owe uh, and, and asks you to pay it. Uh, uh, tax collectors tried to get you to give as much money as they could uh, so they could keep some. And so this wasn't a happy occasion, but it was an occasion that, that, that had to be dealt with. And so um, Joseph goes and tells Mary that he needs to travel from where they're living in Nazareth back down to Bethlehem which is only about 70 miles uh, um, uh, you know, as, as the crow flies. But unfortunately, in order to get there, the, the, the road took a little bit. And they really had uh, uh, two different paths they could take. One, which was the more common one, uh, uh, came out of the Galilee where Nazareth is, crossed the Jordan River, went down the Jordan River, crossed back across uh, just north of Jerusalem, and it kept the Jews out of the area known as Samaria. Because as we probably talked about before, the Jews and the Samaritans didn't get along. But there was a quicker way. And the way that traditionally 
uh, we've said that Mary and Joseph goes, and, and, and it's called the Way of the Patriarchs, and it just cuts right through uh, the heart of Samaria, but it's much, much quicker. And if you see that map there on the screen behind me, that's the, 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 the route of, of the patriarchs. Again, it's still about 70 miles, but uh, a, uh, a person walking, because remember, they didn't have buses, they didn't have cars, they didn't even have bicycles. You could probably make it in you know, four, four or five days if you really hustled. But Joseph wasn't alone. He was with Mary. And Mary was into her ninth month of pregnancy. Now, I've never been nine months pregnant. <coughs> but those of you who have, I've been told, that is not a time you want to go traveling 70 miles on foot. <laughs> now, we often uh, uh, picture... Uh, 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 Mary riding a, a donkey, although the, the Bible never says she got to ride, uh, uh, but I, I like the things she did. And it still would not have been an easy trip. A, a few years ago, a, a BBC journalist wanted to see what it would be like to be Mary and Joseph, so he rented a donkey and decided to travel uh, following uh, roughly the path that, that uh, Joseph and Mary would have taken uh, just to see how long it would take him uh, today to get from Nazareth to Bethlehem on a donkey, and it took him nine days. I couldn't even tell you how long it would take me if I tried to ride a donkey. <laughs> now, you might be thinking, Pastor Rick, why in the world would Joseph take Mary, who's nine months pregnant, with him? Well, the Bible doesn't say, but perhaps it's because of the um, instability that the Roman census tended to cause. Uh, we find in uh, Acts chapter 5 uh, a story about another census that was ordered uh, and the violence that erupted around that occasion. And so it makes sense to think that, that uh, Joseph would have been concerned for Mary's safety, being that far away from her during such a crucial time. He decided uh, that it was best if she, if she went with him. Plus, he was from Bethlehem, and so his family would have been there. But that means that Mary would have had to have left her life in Nazareth and all of those folks that she was comfortable with and, 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 and head south with him. When we think of this journey, at least when I think of this journey, I'm reminded of all the journeys in life that I didn't want to go on. We all go on journeys we don't want to go on, don't we? Perhaps a loved one passes away. And we're now on a journey alone that we never imagined we'd be on. Or maybe we lose a job and, 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 and we're now on a, a journey that, that we never expected. Or divorce, or, or some sort of health concern. We all can find ourselves on journeys that we didn't expect, just like Mary and Joseph. Yet, we're not alone on that journey. Just like Mary and Joseph were not alone as they traveled from Nazareth to Bethlehem, we are never alone on any journey, whatever that is that we are on. 
And that's what this story should remind us. That no matter what journey we're on, God is with us. God will provide. And maybe, just maybe, as we're on that unplanned journey, God will open doors that we never expected to open. No matter what journey you are on, the Lord is with you. His blessings are with you. You are never alone. Let us pray. Lord, the journey of Mary and Joseph reminds us of the unplanned journeys we find ourselves on. Often we feel alone, scared, unsure of where we are going, how we're going to make it. Comfort us during these difficult times and allow your spirit to engulf us in your love. Help us to know that we never travel alone. We always travel with you. Help us to rely on you for guidance, clarity, and comfort. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen.